Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. is happening hello my name is georgie rogers and you are locked into soho radio i'm with you for the next two hours broadcasting live from a little corner of my bedroom as we're still not back in the studios due to the national lockdown as a result of the global pandemic the longest lockdown of all time um, but i'm glad to bring you a show this month chocked full of goodness going to be playing all of my latest music discoveries, all the music that I've been listening to, all the new releases that are coming through my inbox that I think you will love and I want to put you on to. And I also have a very special guest on today's show, one of the best bands around at the moment. They're called Squid and they're releasing their first album, Bright Greenfield, on Warp Records on May the 7th. So I'm going to be speaking to Ollie Judge, who is the lead singer and drummer all about the record, working with Dan Carey, an incredible producer, some dog chat, some cheese chat, and some super fan chat. <laughs> so we've got all that to look forward to, like, it's going to be good. And I'm going to play a few squid tunes in the mix as well. So that will be in the second hour of the show, but let's kick off with this from Bomat. So this follows his Classy Talk release, which came out on Nervous Records, a New York label, last year. And he's back with Nervous to release this very soulful, gorgeous tune called Doing All Right. Quite apt, I think. Are we doing all right? I think so. Just about. Um, But he's a German producer and composer and DJ, originally from Cologne, but based in Berlin hub of it all isn't it but um, yeah I'm loving this doing alright it's coming out on the 19th of March on Nervous Records BOMAT B-O-M-A-T if you want to check them out so on this month's show I'm very excited to have Ollie Judge who's the lead vocalist and drummer of Squids how are you Ollie? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. We've been rehearsing this week, which has been just been really nice. Writing album two, so that's oh, album to look two. forward to. Oh my god, how exciting. Where in the world are you? You're in Bristol, right? Yeah, I'm in Bristol at the moment. It's zero degrees here. I just yeah. went out to buy some bread and um, it's too cold, so I came home. <laughs> Did you get much snow? No, we got like, I think we got like six hours worth of snow. Oh. Um, I I work at a, a warehouse packing up records for Rough Trade, so I went in 
and it was a little bit snowy when I went into work and then I left and then it was all gone and then that so, was it done yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a pathetic attempt in London and then everyone else around the country's in like snowed in and like got a foot of snow outside the house <laughs> So sad. <laughs> so you're in Bristol and some of the, the bands are down there as well. Like most of the bands, is it now? Or Yeah, Laurie and Louie uh, live up the road from me. And Anton's just moved to Marlborough in yeah. Wiltshire, which is not too far away. And then um, Arthur's moved onto a boat in London. So yeah. and I guess cold. <laughs> I mean, it's been a mad one, hasn't it? But you guys have still actually been able to use this time to, well, make a record and that record is nearly going to come out. And have you had much time to get in a room together or has a lot of, lot of communication been over Zoom? Uh, it's been a lot of Zoom stuff, but also kind of not being on tour, although really sad, it's kind of um, a lot more time to reflect and write music and stuff like that so it's kind of been a, a blessing and a curse yeah <laughs> and, and then when was the window was it sort of summer 2020 that you kind of had the window and got in the studio and finished off the yeah so yeah we um finished writing it in Chippenham which is where I grew up in I think June and then went to record it with Dan in July and August so it was kind of always on track we'd like pre-pandemic had always planned to do that so not yeah. much changed really well so. that's kind of, yeah that's kind of good that it fitted in with the rough schedule of things anyway yeah yeah exactly yeah so you weren't sort of like yanked out of a load of touring you know if yeah. it been, the album had already come out so we've had the first taster which is narrator which is mm. amazing I love yeah, it thank you it's, um, so it's got that glorious build on it that just feels like the inside of my head at the moment like you know <laughs> chaotic and <Yeah>. discordant <laughs> and slightly deranged yeah. um, tell me about how that track came together and why you kind of wanted to lead with it I think it came together in we did some writing sessions in Margate um we've got 20 in 2019 I think and started writing it and then Martha Sco Murphy came down because um, we've always just really really liked her music and thought um, she could give it a bit of a, a horror movie edge I think um, but yeah I th feel like this track's kind of it kind of bridges the gap quite well between kind of the funky punk kind of stuff that we've we've been known for and then kind of it's a nice way into the album I think it's got a lot of the freakiness which is um present in the rest of the album yeah it does get pretty freaky at the end sort of like a, I don't know cross between well her vocals like PJ Harvey or like you yeah. know doing the really raw stuff or like the great gig in the sky female vocal but completely <laughs> gone <laughs> gone yeah, to the yeah, other yeah. end of the spectrum or something <laughs> yeah that's what that's what exactly what Louis's dad said <laughs> yeah oh really uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. me and Louis's dad we got yeah you know, we know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and yeah this the way that the vocals come together is really sublime her vocal with yours um, oh, thanks. And there's kind of a narrative as well to the story. You were inspired by um, A Long Day's Journey Into Night, the film. Can you yeah. tell me a bit about that? 
yeah, it was just this this film that my my friend Harry told me to go watch. He said he said go watch the film. I think I hated it, but I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> um, and that sounded kind of perfect for me. And um, the film ends with just this one 3D one shot sequence, and it's really slow and quite tedious. But I don't know, something just struck a chord with me. This kind of yeah, I think I hate the film as well, but <laughs> I wrote a song about it, so... <laughs> I'll have to go and watch it. <laughs> What's the reaction been like so far? I mean, it just must be kind of a long time coming. It must feel really exciting to get the momentum back in the bands because things were just going crazy, weren't they, before the pandemic? Yeah. And you'd just come off the back of a load of really exciting touring and the... The, the success of the EPs and you've got BBC Sound of and all these mm. people writing about you. So yeah, how, how yeah, really nice because it's yeah, it's just everything seems to just like stop and um, and just seeing every, everyone's just been really nice about this new single and um, I'm definitely quite an anxious person when it when it comes to releasing new music that that I sometimes think might be a little bit too impenetrable for people, but but people seem to love it. So it's really, really nice to have it out. Cool. Well, let's hear it. This is Narrator. This is the brand new Squid Tune from their upcoming album. We'll talk more with Ollie after this. That was Narrator. That's from the band Squid. And I've got Ollie Judge on the line today to chat all about it. So new album bright green fields coming out on the 7th of may on warp record like the pr is out there the announcement's been made there's some really sexy vinyl coming <laughs> <laughs> why did you kind of um want to call it bright green field and what can we expect from from this first piece of work this first like, body of work we decided to call it bright green field because um a lot of it's quite dystopian and about um, kind of city living, I guess, and thought it's just a nice juxtaposition of those two things. And yeah, it's definitely like a, a full full body of work. It's been really, really meticulously thought out and um, yeah, made to be listened to as a whole, I think, which is what every every band probably says. But I mean, hopefully we, <laughs> we nail it on the head. Yeah. <laughs> That's where lots of thought goes into, isn't it? It's like taking yeah. you on a journey and it being a kind of transportive thing, which your music does so well anyway. But, but yeah, like that consideration. And I spoke to Louis for Six Music about, about the studio sessions and working with Dan Carey, who's obviously an incredible producer. He's worked with mm. so many really current, amazing acts like Nadine Shah to Kate Tempest, Fontaine's DC, mm. Goat Girl. I love that mm. new Goat Girl record. So um, yeah, right. tell, tell me a bit about like about the studio sessions and how it all came together and working with him. Yeah, it was, it was, in, it was in the middle of that heat wave um, oh, last year, which was really, <laughs> it was kind of, although we were still kind of under restrictions, it did feel a little bit more normal, like we could do a day of recording and then go to the pub or like go have a meal together or something. So I'm really happy that it kind of worked out that way because we like more so than a producer, Dan's just a really, really good friend of ours. And it's, it'd be such a shame to just, um, you know, go and work and then have no kind of play at the other end. <laughs> so to yeah. speak. 
yeah um, the decompression time yeah but yeah it was just it was so fun to be there for a month because um we've only ever recorded with Dan at kind of like a day at a time or like a few days um so to kind of just be totally in the zone for like a whole month and just experimenting with all his um all his toys in the studio it was really really fun yeah he's got a dog as well hasn't he better yeah better that's it yeah. i knew it had a cheese related name <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's a she's a big part she didn't make it onto onto our album but i heard i think fat is on the goat girl album <laughs> really yeah. yeah, I think I think they sampled her barking. Or Amazing! I haven't heard it. I have to listen up for it next time I listen to that record. Yeah. Is it cockapoo? I'm pretty sure it's cockapoo. So. I'm pretty I'm pretty rubbish yeah. with um with with dog. Yeah. I don't know what, what do you call them? Dog dog brands. Dog brands. Yeah. yeah. Dog, <laughs> dog brands. What brand is it? It's like a biscuit. No. Uh, d- yeah. Dog breeds. I think. Is dog the breeds. Point. That's the one. <laughs> the correct. <laughs> Um, um oh yeah no I, yeah i remember louis talking about feta white yeah fluffy thing um, always good to have a dog around especially when making always <laughs> good for morale <laughs> yeah so yeah lots of toys and lots of experimentation and there's a few collaborations on the record and mm. um like a, a i read a, a choir of 30 voices kind of distorted and horn and string ensemble so it sounds like you really were able to kind of go wild with the yeah. added layers yeah, yeah yeah definitely it's like always something that we've wanted to do kind of no no half measures um kind of just go in be as experimental as possible yeah it, yeah it's really fun and in terms of lyrics what was inspiring i mean you said kind of about like dystopia and obviously that's very current and apt at the moment mm. for the times we're living in you know some some days it's just like what is going on yeah. um, <laughs> baffling confusion yeah. about the state of things I know, um, it's, it's overwhelming <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you read quite a lot don't you and uh, where do you find you pull that those kind of seeds of inspiration from generally what, what does it come from a lot of like science fiction writing in um influence the album I think it's just because a lot of the earlier stuff that we've done we weren't musicians full-time so it was like you could draw inspiration from your day job or or school or whatever but um as soon as we kind of started doing this full-time I was like oh god like what am I going to write about because I didn't really think anyone wants to hear about you know drinking a can of red stripe in a in a green room like that's just so boring (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of it was quite a challenge, kind of finding inspiration from other places. But um, yeah, like doc, like Adam Curtis documentaries, and I think just feeling yeah overwhelmed at how insane just everything is at the moment. I think that was that was what I kind of looked towards for the lyrics. Was it a bit of an adjustment? Yeah, your your life is as a musician, and I guess had you guys got to the stage where you'd given up those day jobs and were now just full-time with the band yeah pretty much um I think yeah like over a year now we've just been doing doing the band which is really amazing but yeah the kind of adjustment you don't really you can't really prepare for that kind of being being away from home a lot and yeah just having a having a job that is a bit different to your regular nine to five yeah so it's gone from from really 
more than dipping your toe into the water and then suddenly it's just like yeah, the other end of the submerged. yeah the other end of the spectrum and you're stuck at home and you can't go anywhere and you can't go <laughs> yeah. on tour nightmare but i guess yeah. things will things will come back and there's live dates in the diary from september so mm. hopefully if things can get to that stage i mean it sort of remains to be seen but are yeah, you getting the are you getting the pangs to get those sticks out and go and play? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, quite quite a lot. I'm, um, I think I've definitely settled into my into my routine at home, which which is really nice. But I do, I do find myself on YouTube watching videos of us playing live, thinking, God, that really, <laughs> I want to get back. Yeah, I'm I'm, wor- I'm worried I'm going to forget how to do it. <laughs> Maybe I start riding a bike. I don't know. Yeah, the muscle memory. <laughs> gonna yeah. be fine um so let's play another track let's play something that you released um from the town center ep talk to me about match bet <laughs> it's a delight uh, yeah <laughs> match bet was um yeah another a song that was written while we weren't full-time musicians it was about uh working in a record shop in uh, covent garden and he used to have this guy come in and yeah he was a bit of a character and it's just about him about what him was- betting his money away Ah. horses and stuff (laughs) and records obviously yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) okay well let's hear it and we'll talk more with ollie judge from squid after this that was match bet you're listening to soho radio this is music discovery with me georgie rogers and my guest on today's show is ollie judge the lead vocalist and drummer of squid do you get it a lot when people are really surprised when they come and see you and they're like, oh, the lead singer jumped? <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, feel like... <laughs> yeah. A little bit. I think there is, there's a few comments on on the the video for narrator. Um, everyone was trying to spot who's the singer and it kind of takes them a while to understand <laughs> the drummer's the singer. The mystery. Yeah, I feel yeah. like I definitely, uh, I definitely have heard that a couple of times. People like didn't didn't realize that the drum is a singer. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not something you see so much now, I guess. No, kind of, yeah, a, a dying breed. Kind of, what's it? Phil Collins. Who else? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, lo- gotta love a bit of Phil. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me a bit actually about how you guys started started uh yeah started playing together and how it, how the band started because i know you from way back when you were doing some radio plugging oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> days gone by yeah. <laughs> um we we all went to uni together um in brighton and uh me and louis knew each other because we met each other at a, at a techno night in bristol and then met again at uni which is really nice bit out of the blue yeah and it was just very it was just something to pass the time really because we we all really really like music and um started playing at a jazz club in the center of brighton but kind of never really thought it would kick off as much as it has which is amazing but um yeah we used to just practice in mine and louis flat get noise complaints from next door <laughs> and then move to the big city move to london and then things just started kind of organically kicking off which was really really nice at what point did you get that feeling of we're on something here you know this is this feels good i think it was when we got accepted to go to south by southwest and it was just like i never thought i'd even go to that festival as a 
as a punter like and then left my job at Domino and then literally went to Texas like four days after and it was it just felt like a, a massive transition and it yeah it just felt very real from that moment onwards yeah it's crazy uh- <laughs> it is crazy yeah it's crazy but it's exciting as well I think there, there was a bit of a void of this sort of band and then I saw you for the first time at End of the Road you did about 7,000 secret sets <laughs> you did like four or five and and everyone I, on, I cannot tell you how many people I heard talking about seeing you at that festival just overheard and then yeah, saw that... you on the last night and it was just like, oh my God, so exci- I was so excited to see it live and just feel how, how it is translated live, which is just this like yeah. amazing dance party, kind of hypnotic, crazy, wild show. Yeah, that was a huge moment for, uh, particularly for me and Louis, just because we've been going to that festival for, um, well, I've been going since I was like 12 and it was kind of my family holiday every year my parents are just so excited that it's finally playing end of the road so yeah that was that was huge i love that family holiday to end of the road your parents yeah. must be incredibly cool They're pretty cool <laughs> what are they yeah. called uh alan and maggie my my dad actually um he like he made stickers like with all our set times on and like stuck them all around the festival <laughs> really no wonder you were the talk of the town <laughs> I know, but he, he got the last date wrong, so like loads of people oh. turned up at the wrong, <laughs> either at the wrong stage or at the wrong time or something. So, oh, shout out Alan and Maggie, <laughs> yeah, on fans. That's big amazing. Ups. That's so amazing. <laughs> so, I mean, this big tour kicking off. Hopefully, in September. Hopefully, it will all happen. Yeah, fingers crossed. Just to get out of the UK for a little bit. To be honest, I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> Yeah, and by then you'll have had the record out, so it'll be you'll be itching to play it live. Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, all the new tracks that no one's heard yet, of yeah, which we... there are a whole album worth. <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna have to learn how to play them first. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like you kind of ran away with yourselves a bit in the studio, and now it's like, oh, how do we? Yeah, we we need to bring a string ensemble with us, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and fetter the dog as well yeah, fetter the dog 30 piece choir <laughs> basically just pull out all the stops <laughs> um so we're going to finish on a track called sludge and um yeah i remember talking to louis about this track as well and and just just the conversation was had because it was sort of after the first lockdown before the second and third uh, so in that kind of summer window and just just talking a bit about how like you made that track but then everything else happened with the pandemic and there was a few weird sort of like weirdly acts like lines about you know where I go when I'm all alone and sinking mm. your teeth into tv shows and just kind of weird parallels to yeah are you psychic Ollie? <laughs> I think that might be you know there's there's quite a few of that um those kind of parallels in the album as well and we wrote a lot of those songs before the pandemic so who knows maybe I get my crystal ball out yeah see. See, see where it's going to chart as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you give me a heads up, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah. um, and just lastly as well, you're with Warp Records, an amazing record label. Um, mm. How's that whole process been and putting, putting the record together with them? Oh, they're just such lovely people. I, just, I couldn't ask for a better record label. And kind of just 
like pinching myself all the time. Like my parents used to have a lodger and he used to be really into warp when I was like seven or something. And he always used to hand me um, like Aphex Twin records and told me specifically not to listen to Come to Daddy because it was too scary. <laughs> obviously, I, obviously I did listen to Come to Daddy and it was too scary. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like complete dream come true. Can't believe it. Yeah. Well, it's out May the 7th, the date for your diaries, everybody. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for it. It's going to be great. You're going to have an album release party for six. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully not on zoom I, I can't i don't think i can deal with those kind of massive zoom parties hopefully a, a nice socially distanced one at the pub yeah <laughs> amazing so we're going to play out with with sludge can you say anything about this it was on an episode of top gear which was a bit of a surprise and yeah that's about it <laughs> amazing <laughs> scrape my teeth out on the floor i don't want it anymore is that, is that reaction a strong reaction to top gear <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe just Jeremy Clarkson, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. It's so good to chat to you. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> nice one. <laughs>